Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect. Uh, I don't know what the hell is going on, people, but um, seriously, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for whoever is spreading the word, man, because... Um, this shit's popping off. <laughs> I think uh, in December, you know, the numbers get a little lower and, you know, you get a little upset and I'm looking and, I, you know, we started doing a little promotion marketing campaign on uh, Instagram and it's been exploding. So seriously, thank you guys so much for the support. Um, you know, on top of that, if you could just leave a like, review, subscribe, tell your friends, I think is the, you know, I think that's the reason for all this, but um, really appreciate it, man. It's nice to... Um, you're not supposed to look at these numbers and all that stuff and stay in your lane. Don't worry about who's looking, but um, it's nice, man. So really appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for having uh, Dr. Frank come on for our nutrition episode um, this week. So check out for that. That'll be premiering on Thursday. Today, we're going to talk about a little bit of mind aspect. It's been a minute since I got a chance to kind of, you know, just talk a little psychology philosophy with you guys. So you know, talk to you a little bit about what's going on in my life and just what I think would be important for you guys that I'm kind of learning. Been actually reading quite a bit of Carl Jung, um, which if anybody has the the fortitude to give that a shot, um, it's tough, man. Usually I'm reading, you know, I could read probably bang out 15, 20 pages in a half hour, 40 minutes, I'm not the fastest reader. But when you're reading a guy like Carl, it's um, Dr. Jung. J-U-N-G, um, everything goes a little slower, so, um, you know, one of the kind of forefathers of the modern psychology, um, it's called, he actually had a form of his psychology called, uh, Jungian, Jungian psychology, so, uh, you give that a Google, definitely read him and trust him, uh, I believe Jordan Peterson is another descendant of his kind of philosophy, read both of them before you listen to me, I'm here just to kind of point you in the right direction, all right? So this one thing that that Young said that really hit me was, um, you know, what you most want to find will be found where you least want to look. And I read that probably a couple months ago, and it always just stuck with me, and I wanted to to bring it to your attention because I just think it's important, right? This um, going into the unknown, right? This... uh, call to adventure, right, and I, this had me thinking, you know, um, the way it was put, call to adventure, and, and I've, I've been watching a lot of um, Harry Potter, trying to find the deeper meaning there, and, uh, you know, kind of ties into all these, uh, you know, these different metaphors for these sh- uh, movies that have a lot of, um, they have a lot of meaning to me, and a lot of meaning to, to people in general. I think these are the underlying feelings, right? So you start thinking about it. What is the what is the Hobbit about? What is even Harry Potter about, right? It's about somebody who's in their, um, let's say, their comfortable state, right? Their, um, the, you know, the Hobbit is uh, cooped up in the Shire, doing his uh, doing his thing, nice, comfortable life. He's called on to an adventure, right? Same thing with Harry Potter. There's a ter- you know, Harry Potter has Voldemort lurking. There's a terrible evil lurking. There's um, the dragon. Right, the dragon that will burn you alive. Right, 
But what does the dragon have, right? The dragon hoards the gold, right? You have to confront the dragon to see what it offers. And I just think that was this whole paradoxical thing that you have to do the things that feel uncomfortable to really get where you want to be is, is um, a concept that I just think everybody should should be aware of and um, be open to discuss. Because I would say in my life I was living before, you know, causing the effect, before being Scott 2.6, whatever version of myself I am at this point. I was always somebody who shied away from wanting to do the stuff that I suck at, right? Um, I always just liked being good at stuff, and I think that, you know, by doing something you don't understand or know, you're going to open up uh, different parts of your brain, you know? It's like part of that transformation. So, you know, let's say, for example, somebody who's doing, takes up uh, whatever, new instrument, that could connect with new experiences that happen in your life. That's kind of just puts you down this new path, right? So you know what you know, right? You, you, you have to go where you haven't been, right? You have to grow up a little bit, right? Establish that independence. And, and for me, I don't think there was ever really a, um, a force that drove me to change until my divorce, right? Luckily, it was not the worst divorce. Shout out to my ex-wife, Christine. Yo, 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 if you're listening. Um, but that some people um, need that necessity to, to 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 change, right? Some people have it innately, I think. There's people that are kind of naturally successful or naturally don't have issues. They don't know what it's like for us fuck-ups, right? To, um, so the, if you're a fuck-up and you, you have everything handed to you, you know, very grateful to my mother for doing that, but... Um, necessity is important to the people who are naturally disciplined. And I think most of us are probably fallen in that. So I was deprived of necessity, right? Uh, and I, you know, I hope that none of you have to go through this crisis or catastrophe or calamity, but I do think it helps get you where you want to be as uh, Dr. Young said, right? So the, the point of this story is to I'm just ranting, I guess. It's just a. I want you guys to make better decisions, right? Now, necessity in my daily life is driving me forward, right? It's towards the goals, towards the dreams. And what I did, and I've had a lot of people ask me, you know, what made you want to do the podcast? What made you want to do comedy, right? And it's just listening to that gut, right? Listen to that, um, that voice in my head, right? That was telling me what I think I should do. And I've never... I always had that feeling that that voice in my head was just bullshit, right? But, you know, after reading a little bit of Young, a little bit of Peterson, it's that fact, right? And I'll say it again. What you what you most want... What you most want to find will be found where you least want to look. So I took that into account. And looking at that gigantic fear... You know, I'd say my top two was stage fright and spiders. Spiders, I'm not getting over spiders. Spiders, I can't, can't do it. Tried all this psychology shit. Doesn't work. <laughs> Just terrified the shit out of me. But for the stage fright, I confronted the dragon, right? You, 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 you face it, and you come out of it much stronger. So now everything, ever since I've been on stage and doing it, everything seems so much easier. And 
the stories of The Hobbit, the story of Harry Potter, the story of, you know, any of these fantasy novels with a dragon, you know, it's such an interesting thing to me because I think this is the story of the human consciousness, right? You have to get to that, you have to get your limit pushed to force the growth, right? It's the same thing as, as lifting, right? You're going to have to really burn those muscles off. Um, and it's funny, right? That limit, reaching your limit and then growing, they're, they're the same thing, Right? You don't get one without the other, right? You don't get the gold without facing the dragon. That's the, that is the the paradox that we face, right? And um, it all comes back to, uh, you know, stepping to the unknown. So that would be the the first major point I wanted to make. And this is all obviously connected to consciousness, right? And you know, Carl, Doctor Young. I keep trying to say it the right way. You know, another. One that hit me was his, um, that he said, where is it? He said, the reason why consciousness exists and why there is an urge to widen and deepen it is very simple, right? Without consciousness, things go less well. It's that simple, right? And there's different ways that he states, um, that you can go about doing things. So the role of consciousness um, always, it's, um, we're still dabbling in, and I do, I do think the way that he kind of worded it and what his thoughts were on it are pretty, you know, pretty moving to, to me at least. Um, there's different ways to become consciousness, right? Um, it's either that you're going to keep expanding your consciousness, you're going to keep kind of Stay in that, you know, I I would say 20, me 22 to 26, just felt like I was on autopilot, right? You, you're women, the money, the booze, um, you know, in, in Carl's model, that ego was, was, was pushing me, right? The ego is not the same, to, as, same thing as consciousness, but it's simply the, it's the dominant hand of the conscious mind let's say. So the goal is to become aware and become conscious. Um, and for for Dr. Young, he said, becoming conscious preliminarily involves, dis, you know, discriminating between opposites, right? The opposites that we're talking about here are consciousness and unconsciousness, right? The first hurdle uh, is to acknowledge that there are some things about ourselves that we're not aware of, right? Those who don't really even realize this are doomed to kind of repeat those things. So I'm just happy that I was able to, to access this other piece of it. But um, thinking and feeling, right? Those are two things that I, I've been making a distinction for. This is something Raj and I were discussing on one of the last episodes. Um, you know, understanding that what you're thinking and what you're feeling are not really the same thing and being able to, you know, there's a crucial difference between these things and most importantly, that difference between the inner and outer world. Right now, Jung describes two distinct ways in which consciousness could be expanded or enlarged, whatever. One is during a moment of high emotional tension involving a situation in the outer world, right? Um, you're going to feel uneasy for no obvious reason. This could be my stage fright. It could be being strangely attracted to someone. Um, when you see somebody, you think love at first sight, particularly for guys. Isn't that funny, too? 
guys always guys had to come up with that line you know love at first sight because you know guys see what they want to see and women kind of they want to hear what's right but um the other way that it happens uh is in a state of quiet contemplation right and this is where he gets deep into the ideas passing before your mind, like dream images, and he, you know, a little too deep for me to even discuss at this point, but there's a shadow in, involved, the, the shadow self, you guys can Google that yourself, but the point of the, that was, there's just different ways to expand it, and I think with the, the quiet contemplation is obviously the things that we discussed here, mindfulness, meditation, um, you know, in, in Jung's model of the psychosciousness consciousness is a kind of superstructure based on the unconscious uh, unconsciousness and arising out of it, right? This is a quote from him. Uh, consciousness does not create itself. It wells up from unknown depths. In childhood, it, it awakens gradually. And all through life, it wakes each morning out of the depths of sleep from an unconscious condition. It is like a child that is born daily out of the, the womb of the unconscious. It is not only influenced by the unconscious, but continually emerges out of it in the form of spontaneous ideas and sudden flashes of thought. And this one hit me, and the reason why I wanted to explain this one to you is because that spontaneous ideas, right, those sudden flashes of thought, how are you going to get those, right? You're going to get those by jumping into the unconsciousness, right? Or you're going to jump into the Unconscious was a bad word. There. The unknown. We'll go back to the unknown, right? By by doing these things, and um, you know, being a yes man has its pros and cons, right? But if you're somebody who's saying yes to things and continuously seeing new experiences and putting yourself into these unknown states, you're gonna understand how to uh, to deal with that better. And as a matter of fact, Ray Dalio. Um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with him. He is. Uh, technically, an American philanthropist, he is the uh, the the the, um, the CIO over at Bridgewater um, Associates Multi Billion Dollar Fund. Um, you know, I saw an article on him about this, and he said, "Whatever success I've had in my life has had to do has more to do with my knowing how to deal with my not knowing than anything I do know." <laughs> so, fostering a comfort. With knowing your vision is one thing, but understanding that to get where you want to be, you're going to have to rumble through a lot of unknown, a lot of uncomfortability is key, right? It's being able to to handle that negative capability, right? When you're faced with not knowing how your big idea is going to go or are you going to jump at this idea, jump, man. I'm telling you, jump to the unknown because what's the worst that's going to happen? You don't want to live with that regret um, throughout your life. So, I'll uh, I'll end it here, man. This one felt good. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, let me know. I know a couple of you always reach out asking for little tidbits, but let me know if you like this one. Email me at uh, causing the effect podcast at gmail. Would like to do stuff like this. I put a lot of thought and effort into this one. Let me know. As always, you know, tell your friends, like, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Also, check out our uh, one of our partners, Backed by Nature. I'll put all the information below. Um, again, I, for just any type of normal, um, you know, for all the, the nature enthusiasts, right? I've been doing a lot of hiking lately, but a lot of cool stuff. Uh, just some clothes, hats, whatever you need. 
Uh, they have a pretty nice collection. If you use Causing the Effect podcast at checkout, you'll get 40% off. Tell them we sent you, and we'll leave it there. Guys, thank you so much. Oh, also, check out the website. Um, we got that up and running now, causingtheeffectpodcast.com. We're moving, baby. We're moving. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for your time and uh, giving me the opportunity to just uh, spit a little bit of knowledge with you. As always, stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. Bye-bye, guys. Talk to you later.